Hello my yummies, welcome back. I'm so excited. We've got we've got a good one today. But let's do our intro. I'm Briera, aka Mental Sugar, your embodiment brand, here to help you reveal the existence you belong to from not leaving yourself. And before we get into this, I want to first say I listened back to one of my podcasts just because it was on um my podcast is now on YouTube now, which is pretty cool. I was listening to one of them and I heard rustling in the background. So what I say to that is when you know better, you do better because I know I was in bed and the speaker part of my phone was wrestling up against my comforter because I was like kind of, you know, cozy, cozy talking to you guys. <laughs> and I don't like that. It took a lot of me to not um, delete it because that's that was my first instinct because I felt embarrassed. But my always, we call her now, my always was like, don't touch my baby. So we did not touch the baby. <laughs> the baby is still up because... Ah, we don't belong to the part of us that gets embarrassed and deletes things. We keep it moving. And again, when we know better, we do better. So we're in bed right now. You are lifted far away from my comforter. And we're going to get into something really, really good. I actually recorded um, something earlier today in the car when I came home from the gym. But that turned into an offer that's going to be in our sugar shop. So stay tuned for that. She's not going to have this big broadcast. I feel like instead of just linking finesse in the show notes, we're just going to start linking the sugar shop. And then you can go and just look at everything that's in there, okay? Because that was something that... So you guys know I used to pull tarot as a side side thing I used to do so I used to pull cards for people and for myself it's very rare that I pull for myself these days specifically tarot like I wasn't doing like oracle or um I wasn't doing oracle or like affirmation cards it, this is like you know what I see as like the legit like tarot readings and one of the things that came up was how June is my month of clarity and creation. And not to say it turned into like a self-fulfilling prophecy because, you know, readings can do that sometimes too. So that's why before I pull my cards, I'm not coming from a place of neediness or like inadequacy I'm coming from a place of ooh, like this this is something I'm gravitating towards right now you know I feel like the energy you're coming from can also dictate what you're being given so if you're coming from a place of like power and a place of I don't need this is coming from a place of cherry on top of my life let's see what's going on your readings, I feel, come out more empowering because you are in an empowering space within yourself, you know? Your energy is in empowerment. So 
super exciting because I feel like, honestly, I'm going to be real. <laughs> honestly, it's been feeling really, I want to use, because the word that's coming up isn't completely accurate. It's been really navigating <laughs> because I'm finding myself deviate towards perfectionism and deviating towards who I've been and I know who I've been doesn't produce doesn't you know put things out there and I'm realizing there's a disagreement when I'm showing up in that way because I turn into such a cranky girl I turn into in every area of my life because this area of my life I'm not agreeing with the area of creating and producing and keeping up with what the existence I belong to is asking me to put out into the world you know that part of me I feel like I felt honestly too tired to navigate the <laughs> too tired to navigate the tension and that's a me thing because I'm spending too much time devoted to what I don't belong to. Whether that is not getting enough sleep. I don't belong to that anymore. Or not drinking enough water. Or not navigating my, my thoughts to what I do belong to, right? I'm staying in these spaces and places that take a lot out of me and it, it takes a lot out of me because I don't belong to them anymore and so that leaves no room or energy to do my part when I'm called to do my part right so we are moving through that <laughs> so it's felt a little crunchy to be honest it's felt a little crunchy but I know when when these forms of expression are finally out into the world, I feel like, <sighs> like, yes. And I can lean back and I just feel like, yes. Like, I feel empty and whole at the same time. And I love that feeling. So we're keeping up. We're taking care of ourselves. We're maintenancing our body. We're going to the gym because honestly, so much, so much comes through me because I go to the gym because I'm abiding by that part of me it's part of my formula of revealing the existence I belong to content comes from it relief comes from it uh what else rest comes from it vitality like all the things all the things all the things all the things so and it's different for everyone. I know this is part of my formula. And jump into who is always who is always for you to get to know who that is for you. And I'm so excited. She's going to be coming out very soon. And I will let you guys know when she is sometime next week. So keep an eye out for that. But so this, what we're here to talk about has to do with 
who is here always. And it's so funny because my twin likes to send me TikToks. And sometimes it gets overwhelming, but sometimes I'll click on them. And this podcast is basically if I were this TikToker's coach, this TikToker's embodiment brand, this is how we would use what I express and talk about to help her, okay? So I'm excited to get into it because it's one of my favorite parts of of mental sugar, of my embodiment brand is being in other people's world, helping them to move through their own resistance so they can keep up with the reveal of their existence. And they're keeping up in a way that feels deeper than the outcome because that's where you can't be stopped, okay? So let's get into it. So this girl, she is devoting to herself. Um, She's running a mile every day, okay? Running a mile every day. And on this particular day, she is feeling just like not into it. Like you can tell on her face, she does not want to be running. She is frustrated with herself for some reason. We're going to get into it. And she's just like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. She's making a lot of like grunty noises. She's like hating all things today, right? But she's devoted to sticking to, she's running every day, right? So we're going to start at the top because actually I wrote notes on this because I felt like it's so relatable and it's, it happens to all of us when we find ourselves being in devotion to setting our mind to doing something, there are days where we're not going to feel like doing it. And on those days that we don't feel like doing it, I want those days to feel easier for you. I want them to feel breathtaking for you. I want them to feel meaningful to you. And that's what we're going to shift But also, it's okay if you feel like you don't want to do it. (laughs) But it can feel a little lighter. It can feel a little lighter with this perspective change. We're going to um, move, what should we name her? Kyla. I don't know why that came to me. We're going to shift as we move Kyla through her own resistance, okay? So let me look at my notes. So at the top of my notes, I wrote, this is why it's so important to know who holds you steady. This is why it's so important for you to know who is devoted to you. So she starts out, she starts running. Like I told you guys, she's frustrated that she is doing this. And she's frustrated because she gives herself a cheat meal on the weekends love of love we love that and now it's monday or whatever day it is it's not the weekend anymore and she's back on her running and she's to my 
you know, the way I'm looking at her, it looks like she's feeling like she she's a failure, right? Because she had her cheat meal and her mind is basically telling her the mean girl things like, why did you do that? We took 10 steps back, all the things that she doesn't want to hear. She's hearing from her mind because she had this cheat meal. So she's spiraling. And what she says is she just desires mental peace with herself. She doesn't want to have these thoughts anymore. And what I would want to tell her, what I would want to say is, or what I'm realizing in her is that her focus is deviating towards who she's been. So who she's been is this person who says all these mean things, right? Says all these mean things to herself about what she's eating, right? And who she is because she's eating this and what's going to happen because she's choosing to eat this. And it sounds like kind of like an inner bully, right? And she would typically give into this inner bully, would typically give into these thoughts. And because she isn't, these thoughts feel even more real, even more big, even more apparent. And so she's going through this, this shift inside herself where she's choosing devotion to what she told herself she's going to do. And the part of her that she would typically fall into and eventually agree with is getting bigger. It's getting more apparent. It's getting more angry because it wants to convince her back into who she's been, which would result in her not running, would result in her giving up on herself. And she was saying that too, like she just wants to give up. She doesn't want to be doing this. And all this while she's running, which almost brought tears to my eyes because, uh, I don't care, I'm going to skip to this section. It brings tears to my eyes because it is so breathtaking to witness someone who is in devotion to who they're here to be. And it's also tear jerking to know that they don't see themselves in that way. They're not processing the fact that they're showing up regardless of who they would once crumble with, who they would once believe. And they're showing up regardless of this noise. They're showing up regardless of these thoughts that used to take them over. And that is just such a breakthrough. And it's only a breakthrough when you allow yourself to know it's a breakthrough. Because without you realizing this is the breakthrough that's happening, you're going to dread, 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 dread the showing up. And you're not going to you're not going to enjoy the fact that the work is the joy. The work is the 
The work is the euphoria. The work is the... What's another word? Hmm. Aliveness. Because you're meeting who you're here to be. You're meeting who won't let you go. You're meeting who reveals the existence you belong to. And without knowing that, you're going to dread. You're going to get closer to feeling like you want to quit. You're going to question yourself, why am I doing this when results aren't coming in? Because she was saying that as well. She was saying, when is she going to see the results of all her hard work, right? And so that leads me into my second part of the notes because she was saying she's doing all this work. When will she see or reach the benefits and be happy? And I'm just going to read what I wrote because it was really like in the moment and I kind of forgot what I, where I was going. So what I wrote underneath that, so this would be my response, is when you stop doing the work for a specific outcome and start because you're reciprocating the devotion, this action, in her case, the working out, has to her. Okay, let me read that again. Okay, so... When you stop doing the work for a specific outcome and start doing it because you're reciprocating devotion. So she's reciprocating the devotion that working out has to her. You honor it from a place of reciprocating devotion. So there are so many times where we start things and we're doing it for an outcome. And when we're doing it for an outcome, we're doing it to feel something. When an outcome is your goal, you're doing it to feel something. And you're not doing it from a place of, okay, this working out thing won't let me go. I've been wanting to do it. I've been putting it off. It keeps coming up in my world. And I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that I'm not doing it to reciprocate, reciprocate the devotion that this working out thing has to me. I'm doing it for the outcome of me finally looking a certain way at some point. And so when, again, you're doing something just for the outcome, <sighs> It's going to be hard to hold hold the course because who knows when the outcome is going to come? Who knows, who knows, who knows? And so that's just going to, to take up so much energy, so much convincing from you to trug yourself along, get up, do it again, get up, do it again, get up, do it again. And your reason for doing it is not reaping you the physical that you want to see so quickly, right? And so this is where you shifting to the knowing that working out, being active is devoted to you, 
is devoted to you and you honoring the devotion that being active is um, giving you, showing you, that's why you do it. You do it because of the devotion. You do it because there's something about being active that won't let you go. And that is the breathtaking part. There's a part of you that needs you. There's a part of you that won't let you go because you working out is tethered to the reveal of the existence you belong to. There's an existence you belong to and working out, being active is part of it. Okay, and I love that. Like, I'm so obsessed with knowing that because I know what that feels like. I can remember going to the gym just to have a physique outcome. And when I just kept showing up and going to the gym because, honestly, because it it felt good to go. And then I realized I was bringing my notebook in there because I kept picking up my phone in between workouts and writing things down. I was like, oh, this is part of my formula. <laughs> this is this is part of the reveal. This is this is revealing and continuing to reveal things in my world because I keep coming to the gym. So movement being active, going to the gym is part of how I'm here to reveal the existence I belong to. Oh, okay. I'm a workout girl now. <laughs> and I've slightly always known that I was, but I've definitely been more committed to going. And one of the reasons why is because it's attached to my reveal of the existence I belong to. I'm I'm always writing something. I'm always jotting something down. And it's never my intention to do that. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm writing stuff when I leave the gym, when I'm in the car. But I know that me doing that, being there, is part of my reveal. It's part of who my world responds to. So that's what... That's the shift right there. It's shifting from doing something for an outcome into doing it because it's devoted to you and it won't let you go. And that's breathtaking. The other part she was talking about is how the tension comes in waves, which I love the way that she said that. So this is all while she's still running. She's like venting. And I love that because she's not stopping, man. Like she's she's doing it. She's still doing it. So the reason why I wanted to share this is because even you and the doing, it can be easier in just shifting to, wow, you're devoted to me from, oh, I don't want to be here. Where are my results? Right? The doing is devoted. And, oh my God. Like that's, uh, I could cry about it. And I have. So let's get back into So this next section, she was saying how it comes in waves. Attention comes in waves. 
So she was saying sometimes she feels like the baddest bitch and other times she feels and she did like a a grunt like she was so it felt like frustration with furiousness with herself because again she is like regretting her cheat day right and what I would say to this like my, my response is this is why you can't let your feelings lead or else you're Well, I'm trying to figure out what that word says. Oh, I get it. Okay. So this is why you can't let your feelings lead or else you're unplugging from who you're here to be with your feelings. And a lot of the times when you unplug with your feelings, you stop, you give up, you uh, excuse yourself. And that's even something else that you may beat up yourself for. And we're not going there. We're not going down with the spiral of the feelings, right? And so I also added, but she didn't. She didn't stop. She's continuing to run. And that's huge, right? Because there's a part of her deep down that she's not going to stop, right? There's a part of her that she's not going to quit on right so she's aware of that because she's continuing to run she didn't stop she didn't give up she didn't um tell herself okay we're not going to do it today she's doing it and that's just proof in the pudding that you're capable of so much more even in the hurricane of emotions you may be having you're so capable of what is still alive, what is still buzzing inside of you, even amongst the emotions. And so this is why, again, it's so vital when you're revealing the existence you belong to, revealing who your world responds to, to know who is devoted to you, to know who your always is even in the moments of an emotion. Okay, the next part. Okay, so I talked about that, how it's like breathtaking to witness someone in their devotion, but also achy to know that they don't know how much easier it would be to show up if they knew that they're showing up in devotion to the existence they belong to in devotion to revealing the existence they belong to and who their world responds to. Uh, so, so enchanted. And then, okay, so the next part she was saying, okay, she was saying 50%, let me see, 50% of her is... Okay, I'm going to say it as if this is her. So she was saying, 50% of me is the good me. And then 50% of her is the furious me. And she was saying she wants to be 100% me. So the way I was interpreting it is that, so this is her saying, she's like, 
50% of the time I'm the good me and then 50% of the time I'm the furious me and I just want to be 100% me, the good me. And what I would say is that being 100% the good you is, isn't realistic because we're human and we're bumping up against who we've been and that's okay. It's okay for us to bump up against who we've been and have moments of tension, have a moment of doubt, have a moment of worry, have a moment where we want to scurry and all the things. But when you know who you belong to in those moments, who you can lean on in knowing that this is who I'm here to be. As the emotion is still brewing still present inside of you it's almost like and I talked about this before it's almost like your body won't fully let you crumble with the feeling because you're you're familiarizing yourself with who is sound who is unobstructed who is uninterrupted and when you know who that is the emotion can happen, but you don't let yourself fully believe it. It's hard. It gets harder and harder to believe the emotion when you know who, who you are, when you know who you're here to be. And that, again, is, ugh. Mm. I have no words for it. It's, it's, it's so apparent in in your world you will shock yourself (laughs) you will shock your human not your always you will shock your human with how you show up and who you are when you know who it is that is uninterrupted in your world and you lean on that instead of leaning into the emotion right because we're not here to like demonize emotion we're here to keep up with revealing the existence we belong to and not elongate the emotion because that's not necessary it's not it's not it's not so the beautiful thing about it is when you know who you belong to you uh, you know who to lean on in these moments and the more you lean on who who you are and who you're here to be and knowing that who you're here to be is who reveals the existence you belong to and reveals who your world responds to, it's like, yeah, I'm sticking with her. I'm not going to elongate these feelings of spiral in my case, <laughs> when I would do it, it was for attention. <laughs> and the attention never really, it never really satisfied me anyway. But, you know, I'm, I'm growing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so she was saying she wants to be the good me 100% of the time. And I'm saying it's not realistic and it's okay. And this is why it's vital to know who it is you belong to, who your world responds to, and who your reveal responds to. Because from this place, you can have the emotions, but it doesn't take you out. You can have the emotions, but it doesn't mean anything about you. And you can have the emotions, 
but you don't believe them fully and you start to separate yourself from identifying with the feeling and just letting the feeling be weather. And that's what we're here to do. So let me make sure I said everything I needed to say. Uh -huh. I think it's about it. Let me look. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a cute little, little clip, but, um, this is really relatable. Like every area that she was talking about, I know I've experienced with myself and I wanted to share this with you. If you have experienced these emotions and moments with yourself and not sure how they can be alleviated, they're alleviated in knowing that there is a you devoted to you in such a strong way that it's not going to let up. And so this is the, the way you turn. This is where you realize, oh, I'm here to give in to the work. I'm here to give in to who is devoted to me and feel so seen and feel so answered and feel so secure in allowing myself to give in, right? So, so good, so good, so good. Let me make sure. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, and I also added at the bottom, the work isn't punishing. The work isn't supposed to be punishing. And so as she's running, she feels like, it looks like she feels like she's partially being punished, like because she's still out here running. But it's not, it's not punishing. It's, it's devotion. The work is alerting, alerting you to what is part of your reveal. And again, it feels so much, hmm, I don't want to say better, but it feels so much more like, ah, this makes sense. In the process of the work that you begin to enjoy the work. Something else I was realizing about myself, and today at the gym I almost cried because... Your girl realized she can go harder than what she was doing. And that brought tears to my eyes in the pain I was feeling <laughs> in my legs. But also the how proud I felt of my human. Because every time I, I love working legs. It's my favorite thing to work. Um... And I literally got off the machine today and I felt like my muscles were going to tear through my skin. And I kind of liked it. I'm safe, don't worry. But I just like feeling that I... It's almost like a feeling like you've reached the other side of what you're capable of. And it's like, oh, like I, oh, I'm obsessed, 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 obsessed with that experience with myself. Even though before I crossed over to the other side, I was like, I'm so scared. 
<laughs> like I said that out loud, but I whispered it to myself because I don't like disappointing myself. And that's a part of my human that we are working through. And I actually was talking myself through the fact that we are working through this. Let me see if I can remember what I was saying. Okay, so I was doing 20, 21 reps. Y'all, I don't know how they be doing them numbers, but I was, it's like you lift from your shins and you have these things that you hold onto the sides and you're working your, um, damn, what are they called? Not your hamstrings. Basically working your thighs, right? I can't remember what the actual muscle is called. So uh, I started doing three reps of 21. So I did 21 three times. 21 reps three times at 90 pounds. And I don't like disappointing myself. It sounds like I'm so scared. <laughs> Most immediately what my human said and like a little tear was kind of welling up in my eyes because I don't like stopping, you know, and so this was the this was the conversation I had with myself. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so scared. And then the other part of me was like, what are you scared of? And then the other part of me said, I don't want to stop. And then the other part of me was like, what if we do stop? And then the other part of me was like, well, I don't want to. And then the other part was of me was like, well, what's going to happen if we stop? And then I said, if we stop, we're going to keep going. And I was like, oh, my God. That almost, that's almost giving me the waterworks right now. Because even if we stop, we're going to keep going. We're going to get to the end of those three reps of 21 and 90 pounds. If we stop, we're going to keep going. And then we're like, okay. And we did it! Ah, you guys. This work is just so... It gives me so much life. So much, so much life. Ah... And so that's what I'm here to help you do, okay? You have, you have an existence you're here to reveal, okay? <laughs> and you're going to do it with me. That's why we're here together. So, yummies, you have an existence you belong to. And you have a you that you're ready to meet. And you've got to meet it. You've got to meet it and know how to navigate your tension. And so... If you want a partner in crime, jump into one-on-one coaching. I have the deets at the bottom. I hope you enjoyed this, this dialogue coaching moment because I really did. I really do love this. So if you're interested in me being in your world and us having conversations like this, like I would have with Kyla, was that her name? Yeah. Then DM me. Let's get started. Let's do it. I'm so excited for you. And if you love a self-study, we have finesse all about you getting back into integrity with your integrity. Because when you realize that the existence you belong to is honoring and answering 
in agreeing with what you're here to have. You're not here to qualify for it. You're not here to question your deservingness of it. You're here to just agree. So she will be in the show notes. And like I said, we're going to have more self-study courses, trainings in the shop very soon. So we're not going to be just talking about finesse. We're going to have more than just finesse in there, which is super cute and super exciting. So I love you so much. You know where to find me. And yeah, I love you. I love you. I love you. Bye.